Welcome to the Deep Dive. It's back. We're on it's again. We're a few weeks in, few weeks into the season and a few weeks out from AFL men's competition. It's so coming. It's yeah. coming. So looking forward to it. Another good weekend of AFLW. Yep. Uh, apparently there was something else on on Friday night. AFLX. AFLX. Yeah, which we will get into. And uh, then we've got JLT coming up this weekend as well. Which so we're probably barely going to get into. We'll this. touch on. <laughs> Lots, they're all practice matches anyway. I mean, there's not much. To, I mean, there was already practice matches earlier. There's, I don't know. These are the official practice matches. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. I mean, there's probably not a lot to talk about. No. So, massive agenda. We've got, obviously, AFLW, as you said. Uh, Mummy tried to kill someone again. Jack Stevens gone on mental uh, health. There's, you know, about 500 things going on. So, there's definitely a lot Fair to, bit to on. raise. Uh, I hope you're all very well. Thank you for listening. Definitely check out our sponsors, Hopster Home, hopsterhome.com.au. So craft beer delivery services, very, very worth your time. Uh, if you're a big fan of beer, uh, you have to check these guys out. Absolutely. Summer's still going along, and especially Melbourne. It's uh, 30s again all weekend. So if all you week. need more beer, get some through Hopster Home. That's it. So they've got really good range of craft beer, IPAs, Pilsners, Pale Ales. They basically curate it throughout... Uh, the year. The whole idea is it's it's a subscription service where they do sort of 10 size packs or 20 size packs and get them out to your door. So definitely check them out, hopstahome.com.au. Great sponsors that are on again for 2019. Yes, yeah, thanks, Sorry, boys. Say no, hi. no, I was about to just just to thank the boys at, uh, and girls at Hopster Home because uh, they've been looking after us for almost 12 months now that, and we're it. stoked with them. And there's a bunch of listeners that are, that are very knee-deep in, in their craft beers, so that's good. good. Uh, so we've got a few things to talk about. So a little bit of housekeeping. We will be doing, uh, we will be doing some stuff with Beyond the Game soon. Um, so we're not sure when that's going to start, but there will be some Beyond the Game stuff happening soon from a live perspective. Um... I don't know the date that that's going to happen, but it'll most likely be just before round one, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, so we'll sit down and we'll have a chat with Ed, but that's pretty much what's going to go on. So in terms of the uh, Facebook Live uh, perspective, uh, we, yeah, we'll be back as, as, you know, the whole purpose, as you know, of these episodes, I'd imagine most listeners are pretty on board with what's going on now, is we're going to go through all the teams. So last week we finished with uh, GWS, which was pretty interesting. Uh, so last week we did Geelong, Gold Coast. We did all the Gs. Did the three Gs. Three Gs. So Geelong was... was Even though we're into 4G now. We kind of did two Gs and, and Gold Coast was basically... A, well, a, we got to learn who they were. A guess who game. Which, well, I mean, yeah. Other than... Look, it was more interesting than doing it. It was. Preview. And I found out this week, 13 new players on their list yeah. from last year. So yeah. That was why was I didn't write in the, the notes world, to yeah. do a review. I was being deadly serious is that... There is almost no point doing a review in that there's such a young list. There's almost nothing to predict it's, outside of Doom. Well, it's the Suns Mark II. Well, and that's the thing. I, Resurrection. I don't, yeah, I don't really know what to what to predict. But So tonight we will do Hawthorne, Melbourne and North from a, an AFL men's perspective. But we'll definitely do, obviously, some bit of AFLX and all that sort of stuff. So and AFLW, more importantly. Yeah, AFLW, definitely more importantly. We're going to get into that right now. So massive uh, thanks to our mates at Hops to Home. Let's bang into AFLW. So we... Uh, good round. I was going to say, yeah. every round is getting better. Yeah, and... I think the skill level is definitely getting better for sure. Uh, I, I so I saw a great deal of footy over the weekend. It was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and the guns are starting to flex their muscle. Aaron Phillips 
she's a superstar. Yeah, she's a freak. And ultimately, I think Adelaide look as good as pretty much anyone. I think that round one was really just an aberration. Yeah. And, and they knocked off Freya, who were unbeaten going into that game. Yeah, so that was a huge game. Huge game. And obviously the biggest threat to North now. North almost lost to Melbourne um, in yeah. an absolute nail-biter. Again, their, points, their, yeah. their, their stars um, stood up when they needed to. Melbourne had a lot of opportunities. Probably should have won it. Um, the second half, they were in complete control. Just couldn't get it deep enough into their forward 50 from what I saw. Um, and, and then obviously put enough scoreboard pressure. They'd only get a little bit in front and North would hit back straight away. So. Yeah, exactly. So a bit of a recap. So Geelong beat the Blues by 5 points, 19 to 14. Good the, game. Yeah, good game. So even though it was low scoring, it was still a pretty good game. Brisbane beat the Doggies 49-17, to so Lions by 32 points. That was the, that was the biggest surprise for me. I, I thought it was We both tipped the Dogs. Dogs, yeah, and I, and I thought they would only just win, so a big, big win for the, the, the Lions there. Yeah, and then the Crowies, 65-23, to 42 points. So not only did they win, they seriously they won. Seriously, the second yeah. half, like, it was just a, a baseball. It was one-way traffic. Game over, yeah. yeah. And they, look, ultimately, Adelaide looks so much more conditioned, and they look so much more ready for, you know, serious football. And, yeah, I mean... As much as Frio, you know, they've been really good this year. They, they were just resoundly beaten, which is, you know, it sent a big message to the competition. Yeah, there seems to be, there's, I mean, obviously this whole um, scenario with the conferences is ill-advised. Yeah. And not, not, and I'm not pointing fingers, but it's a stacked A conference and a really weak B conference. So we're looking at the moment that the best five system was so best five teams are all in A, which is unfortunate because there's two teams, and I'm not dissing Brisbane or, no, no. or anyone, but they're clearly the sixth best team in the comp. Which is such and a stupid idea to do conferences because how it's small it is, a, and and such so few rounds. Rounds, like, yeah. So yeah, you know, so, so it's disappointing, but um, yeah, look, I think. Adelaide and North Melbourne are clearly the two best teams in the comp and they should go through to play in the grand final at this stage. Yeah, I think Freo will bounce back as well. I think they're definitely... Oh, Freo the, the are about, well, but they're yeah. probably going to miss out because they're in that same conference. Yeah, exactly. So, so we got Collingwood and GWS. So Collingwood lost again. They're so having a terrible GWS season. GWS got their first win. Yep, 36-27. to 27, GWS by nine points. That was a really interesting game as well. Pretty, uh, It could have gone either way, so... Yeah, exactly. And then the last game uh, with, uh, as you said before, so North over Melbourne, 38 to f- uh, 34. So North by four points. So look, ultimately pretty good round. I mean, for me, the highlight was that Adelaide and Frio game. Obviously, two teams coming in. So Adelaide only lost one game. Frio hadn't lost a game. So it was pretty, a lot on the line. Um, I, I thought it was fantastic. It was yeah. The scoring was, was great. Adelaide looks so organised, and as I said, just their ability to deal with the conditions and to deal with the heat has been fantastic. Absolutely, and for me, it was the last game of the round uh, for no other reason that North were finally pushed yeah. and under a lot of uh, pressure. Uh, Melbourne um, put everything on the line they needed to because they're in that um, A conference as well. So their season basically is all over now um, because they lost that game. So it's going to be really, really tough for them to push into the top two spots. Yeah, exactly. North go undefeated, only team undefeated. And people like uh, Mo Hope, who isn't having her best season, um, but she, she stood up. She not any good seasons, but yeah, one game. One game, yeah. But she just... <laughs> um, 
she was taking contested marks and and bring if she wasn't marking she was bringing the ball to ground to to let her teammates um into the game she yeah, had a I mean, massive she's, she's definitely trying a lot more i think yeah she's definitely having more influence on the game i mean yeah i i yeah not to be too cynical but, but yeah but i mean they got like emma carney gun so like they've got some serious talent and they're going to be very hard to beat although having seen what adelaide are producing at the moment my pick right now if there was a grand final it would be adelaide yeah, I think Adelaide are definitely the biggest threat for me, without a doubt. I think they're a very, very, very serious threat. And, yeah, and North their, of- their ability to just back it up as well. Like, if you look at it, so they've got 65 points against Frio. And then last week, they got 66 against Geelong. And then you keep going back 57 against Carlton. Yeah, they can score. And then, and then the first round, they, they, they had that aberration against against the Dogs. And they may have come down to, you know, a bit of dis- disorganisation. They may have come down to... It's like West Coast won the flag. They lost the first game to Sydney at home. Like, yeah. that's the thing. Like, it, it, it might have come down to just a misunderstanding of game plan. Like, there could be two or three little things that, that just sort of, you know... Uh, built into something, something. That, yeah. So but they like, are building, building, building. Yeah, they and they really just good. look super. Yeah. Yeah. So that that that's um kind of a bit of a chat about the rounds. I mean, ultimately, good to see GWS get through um and get get, get a win on the board. Yeah. yeah. Uh, definitely Collingwood. Yeah. Massive. Uh, massive. Achievers yeah. Again. I think. Yeah. <laughs> they don't look good at all. Uh. And yeah, the doggies definitely falling away. And obviously, as well. and obviously the cats. Uh. First season in got the injury first round to one of their. Uh, key personnel. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. Yeah. yeah, so it's always gonna be hard for them for the rest of the season. Was, but at least yeah. they're being competitive. That's the thing. They're probably I can't see them getting blown away. Although, it'd be interesting to see um, the last two rounds this year how they go being a, a, a new team. Well, so much I think of the of the preseason would have been built around Morrison. Morrison, and absolutely. Then, and then they're getting injured. So yeah. But really good. Good <clears> to <throat> see the competition getting better and better each week. Crowds are really good. Yeah, as exactly. Well, I think so. It's been good. No, for sure. So let's give our tips for the next round because we've got a heap to cover. So yep. uh, let's do this. So Brisbane v the Cats. Brisbane. Yeah. I it's think... up there or up north somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, it is in the north. I'm going to go with Brisbane as well. Uh, I just think that's going to be a bit too difficult. And Geelong just, you know, they're only really just winning games. Yeah. They're not, they're not, yeah. And, and for Brisbane, weeks ago, and so, for Brisbane yeah. if they win this, um, they most they're basically guaranteed top spot for. Um, There's a lot on the line. Yeah. Um, Conference B. Yeah. So, uh, the Blues versus Collingwood. Oh, look, Icon Park. I'm going to go Carlton, but I smell an upset. I think this is the game that the Pies are going to win. This they're surely yeah, going to win a game. This is the winning. Yeah. So no, actually, I. I, I I should change my mind. I I am. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Collingwood. I think <laughs> I th- there's got to be an upset every round, doesn't there? There seems to be anyway. So I'm gonna go with Pies. Okay. I think I Pies gonna get up. will. I will go with the Pies as well. Yeah. Uh, why not? Let's run the gauntlet and JWS yep. v Melbourne. I'm gonna go with D's. They looked so good against North uh, unlucky, last yeah. week. Very unlucky, and I think. The, They've got to win if they want any chance of playing finals. And the so. previous week they took they took um, they took Collingwood to task at Vic Park. They yeah, were really good. Really, the defence is really good. So yeah, I think I'm going to do the same. Uh, and then North v Adelaide. Wow, what a yeah, match! So I think we've got this. Is definitely one of the the highlights. I'm going to go the with. Round. I'm going to go with. I mean, it's interesting because Adelaide have the extra day break from North, but they had to travel up to the territory in the heat. So, sort of balances everything out. I think 
the experience of Adelaide might shine through. I think they'll come come out and put a stamp on the game. So I'm going to go with Adelaide. Okay. Yeah, I, I will go with North. I think I think I think Adelaide have been out for a little while. I think North are just going to come back and win. Yeah. But even though they've been Melbourne. up all season, haven't lost a game. No, I know. But I, who? <laughs> no, North. No, you I said know, Adelaide have been up. It's like well, no. Well, I think I'm. I saying, know what you mean. No, I'm wanting to tip Adelaide, but I think they've been up for a while and they're probably due a bit, due a bit, a bit of a dip. Well, yeah, they've there had some big many wins. rounds to. There's only like two dip, though. We're no. up to seven. That's the thing. So, so it's I mean, nearly on seven, but seven's the total. So we're on five now. So this is the thing. It's such a ridiculously short season. Uh, anyway. Anyway, this is what it is. Good footy. Uh, yes. Good and footy. And then Frio. Well, that's not good footy. Playing for two minutes. No, short games. Uh, short seasons. I reckon there should be like we've talked about seventeen, eighteen rounds. games. Yeah. Yeah. And which one would they come around? Yeah. Uh, Frio versus the doggies. Wow. Another big game. It is a massive game. This I'm going to have to go Freo. Freo, Freo will Freo be, re- oh, be awesome. Big drive. Um, big drive. <laughs> have to drink a bit of beer on the way over. Um, Freo, if they want to, especially because I'll know the result or have a fair idea of the result before the game before, they'll want to keep their finals aspirations alive. So I'm going to go with Freo. Okay. I will go with. I'm going to go the other Doggies way. Doggies could... I'm going to go with the dogs. That could be, yeah. And um, I reckon that's a good call Because Fremantle, well. I mean, they had a pretty good start and then they lost, just gone, and then, although they did beat Collingwood, it's pretty easy to beat Collingwood. Yeah, they're coming out uh, against good yeah, competition, so it's it's it's, it's mm, a tough call. No, no, I'm going to go with Frey, actually. Yeah, it's at home. I'll, I'll switch. It's, I'll it's, a, big, it's a big it's, trip for yeah, the dogs. It's a long way to go. Yeah. Uh, so that's our tips for the upcoming AFLW round. Uh, a bit of a chat about the previous round. Any questions, definitely send them through to at afldeepdive or at afldeepdive at gmail.com. Let's talk a little bit of AFLX. I know we sorry to kind of rush through things, but there's so much to talk about. Uh, what do we think? So I watched a bit of it. I didn't watch all of it. Um, I saw enough of it to kind of give a view. What, what did you think? What, well, what is your view? Well, as I said last week, I was, I had an event on, so I couldn't watch it. I listened to the radio broadcast on the way to the event, and I didn't hear them mention anything about the game. They were talking amongst themselves about well, their previous life as a footballer or a commentator or anything but football. So that said to me that the game itself whatever game it was, was uninteresting and not no, worth talking about. And since then, I, I haven't another... talked, heard anyone mention no. AFLX. They've so, been talking about JLT. Straight away, let's get into JLT. So I have an opposed, I don't think I've heard anyone talk about JLT, but i I heard people talking about BLTs. But I think ultimately... And, and mummy. Well, mu- yeah, we'll get so, to that second. We'll get to that second. For me, I see what you're saying, but I think the reason more so why that may have been coming across on the radio is... I watched it on TV and they barely understood the game. Ah. So when you don't understand something, you're better off not talking about it. True. And ultimately, I didn't really understand what was going on and I was like, you know, I read a fair bit about leading up to it. So I, I yeah, to be fair to the commentators, it, it like there was multiple times where like, on TV, they'd be like, "Hang on, was that twenty points or is that nine points?" Like it was, it, it was fairly ridiculous. It was funny because it was just like, "Well, hang on, they don't even know what's going on." 
Yeah, so I think ultimately that's probably why it came across like that on, that, on the that radio. That makes sense. I because believe... it, it was, it, it's convoluted, it's very hard to follow, there's too many rules, it's so and just, it's confusing. It's so removed from what we know as AFL proper, isn't it? But it's also just so confusing. Like, it just, so, it makes no sense. I believe Nat Five got injured, though. Well, he didn't get injured, so that's something we'll talk about. Well, we can talk about it now. So... He he's apparently he was going to have elbow surgery, and he told Fremantle, "I want to wait till after AFL X because I've agreed to this and I've taken a suitcase of cash, and I need to in order to accept that suitcase, I I, I need to appear in the game." And he was a, he was really trying in the game as though it was a grand final, which kind of made it funny because it's Freo. Um, ultimately. He, yeah, so he, he had the injury beforehand. I saw that reported as well. Okay. My understanding is that's not, not accurate. He had the injury already and was due to have some surgery, but delayed it. And apparently will be ready for round one regardless, but it's a bit of a tidy up on the elbow. Okay, so, yeah, that makes more sense. That's my understanding. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't, I, I saw this reported as well. He didn't incur the injury. It didn't happen during the X. It happened... Because you're not allowed to tackle in it, are you? Well, there's no touching. Yeah, no touching. Don't that. No so, touch. Don't that. So that, that it is what it is. Uh, okay. AFLX, look, ultimately... Is this the last year we're going to see it? No, I think they'll continue it. Uh, so uh, the ratings were okay. So ultimately... Ratings is in TV ratings or ratings. people at the ground? Well, there were about 10 people at the ground. So they, it was very yeah. rare that you see... Was it Marvel? Only the bottom tier... Yeah, old mate Marvel. It's very rare that you see only the bottom tier open and the whole top tier shut. Look, overall, this was not offensive. I think it was fine. I didn't really care for it. I don't think it's really marketed at me, though. And I think it's marketed at kids. I think it's marketed at weirdos. And I think it's marketed at Power Ranger fans. And I think it's marketed potentially to try to sell it to to Jaina. I I really... Well, better than the guy. No, but jokes aside, I really... Look, it's not for me. And... I, I, I had a bit of fun watching it. It was pretty silly at times. I think when the game said, changer thing was fairly ridiculous. When you said you had a bit of fun watching it, is that because you had three bottles in? Yeah, we were. Well, <laughs> I'll make Nick Vizel's thing. It's your fault we didn't watch much of it. But no, no. But ultimately, no, well, we went too lit. We watched no. it. Like, oh, no, no. Yeah, look, it was just silly. It just Does, was something that was. There's a reason for it, but it's not for you. Well, it's, it's not... Mar- but that's the thing. They, they, like, I kind of understand what a lot of the players are saying. It's not marketed to me. It's marketed to kids. And yep. apparently kids enjoyed it. I, I that's fine. don't know many kids. I, I'm not, you know, you're hanging not, around not, a lot of kids, which is a good kid. good thing. I'm not a kid. Um, I'm not George Pell. So ultimately, like, there's really no... Just slot that in there. There's really no kind of... Yeah, it's not for me... I, I I thought it was fun to see, you know, rants on on Rewalt, for example. That that yeah was was kind of fun. There's to a watch. novelty to it. To see, you know, to see, you know, it, it come together in in some respects was a bit of fun. It felt like an exhibition match. It felt like an all star game in the okay. NBA. That sort so of so it's not thing. offensive as you said. No, it wasn't so, offensive. It wasn't the end then. of the world. It was fine. What I took out of it was Paddy Cripps is unbelievably good and he is our Giannis in yep. in the AFL. He looks like he it's is about to 
dominate this competition. Yeah, I reckon like, it's he not is even year. funny. He's he he looks lit up. Absolutely outrageously good. And there was people I saw consistently saying on social media that were not Carlton fans flipping it. Like he looks bonkers. So that that was exciting. Just every time he had the ball, it was like, wow. Like this guy is enormous and he is about to completely tear this competition in New one. So that that was exciting. Jack looks really good. That was exciting. Yeah, Tom, I heard he looked like he, he was, was great. He, well, he was really good. But he loves that game. type of stuff. He loves, he loves that, a lot. He's a showman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought um, uh, the uh, friend I was watching him with, who barracks with Geelong as well, so Tom Hawkins, we both uh, remarked that he looked quite lean, which was interesting. He looks like he's definitely I lost some more weight look again. Like, looked like he dropped uh, a so five, with, six without, years, a, so. without a doubt, has dropped some weight. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah, and that's for the modern game. I think that needed to happen. He was like a tree trunk. Um, so look, but yeah, there were a couple of little things like that where I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting, but I don't know. Like it, it's not for me. It, it is what it is. It, it wasn't that offensive. It was, but it was ultimately hard to follow. It was a bit silly and a bit convoluted, but it was still fun to watch it in terms of, you know, a couple of matchups and seeing a couple of players dominate. That was fun in terms of, but, but I was exactly like the commentators at times where I was like, well, I don't know what that means like in terms of scoring from a certain position oh, okay, or yeah. certain things happening I, I, it's too hard to follow there's too many rules and i don't need a new game right now i just don't want a new game i, I follow enough sport i really don't want to have to go knee deep and there's enough changes again. in the normal game anyway well that's the thing we're about to have 666 and all that stuff which we haven't even got to yet which i think we'll leave all that rule discussion a little bit just before, we'll round, do one. before round one yeah. yeah and i think then after round one we might even do a supplement podcast of 20 minutes kind of separate discussion purely just on the rules because after nine games I think well maybe we'll wait two or three rounds and kind of see a bit of a sample size because you and I are very much not reactionary to certain things let's give it because the reality is it'll change from week to week anyway let's yeah. give it a minute to sort of see two or so, three weeks let the dust settle well, we said that so we get we, used to it exactly we've been asked so many questions what do you guys think of it what do you guys think of it ultimately I, mean, the third I can't ma- form a view because I haven't seen it. Well, let's they, the they won't ma- show the fans these tapes. So ultimately, it's there's the, there's a, there's the Zapruder tapes, but we don't have these bloody AFL tapes. So I, I mean, the AFLW has introduced it, but it's six five it's six or five to, six to five. Kind or whatever. Of ascertain but, how that would play but out. Though. It has. I mean, if it's a sample size of what we're going to see, and it's become a higher scoring, free, more free flowing yeah. game. Hopefully, that translates Aspects into of it AFL. Seem great, but, but we're not going to know I because know. more players. And and definitely no offense to females, but the men are a faster, and they understand the game a lot more because obviously it's well, been, been a, a men's game a for longer. such it a long time. Yeah, yeah. That's not... so it's no disrespect to no, the women's so... game at all. I just wanted to make that clear because some people get You're offended. You're not a racist or a sexist, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So hopefully, but yeah, I, I'm agreeing. We'll give it a few few weeks. Let's see. And we did that with the third man up, third man up rule. Man up, yeah. People and freaked out about that. Was like, and it was well, really not. That but it bad. actually helped the game. I thought the well, game improved. Ruck, uh, yeah. These ruckmen now. Well, they're, they're relevant again. Well, exactly. So. And on top of it, we've got some absolute stars coming. Stars. Out. So anyway, so look, anyway, we're getting so. Uh, so that was AFLX. It was fine. Jeez, we talked like ten Too minutes long. about yeah, it. We did about ten minutes on it. But ultimately, me. Ultimately, it was silly, uh, but not for me. But that's fine. I don't, that it can exist. Do I think it will continue? As you asked, yes, I think it will. Uh, will the teams continue? I wouldn't be surprised if they did that again, the bolts and all these things. But it's one night, I, and that's the other thing. It's just a one thing. night. And, so. look, and after, to be honest, after having watched it all play out, I am a bit... So last year, if you went back to the early episodes, 
of um, season 2018, we both said, look, the, I, I think the, the AFL are crazy to do this because of injuries, and, and the clubs, quite rightly, shouldn't be letting players play it. But after having watched it now and seeing a bit more of it, I think injuries are very unlikely. Um, I think there's no touching, there's no looking, there's very, very few chances of anything happening. And the players really generally are treating it as, as an exhibition game. Kick so to kick. The ch- effectively. So, the, the, you know, it's a bit of backyard football. So the reality is the chance of something going wrong and a real serious injury is pretty minimal. So I'm not, I'm not kind of like a subscriber to that now where, because for a while there people were like, oh, the big reason for no AFLX is why would you risk any players? And I get it, what, you know, you're not going to trot out, buddy, and as much as they'd absolutely love that to happen, but mm. they're not going to do it because you just absolutely don't want to risk it anyway. No. Because you've got about $10 trillion on, on this one play. But at the same time, no. So anyway, that is what it is. Let's, um, Let's keep Let's moving. Straight in. Yeah, there's a heap, there's a heap more to discuss before we get to the to the. We haven't even got to the to the previews yet. So the Eddie Betts thing happened um, during the week, which we we haven't gotten to yet. So there was the this, so basically, if you, surely you know this, but there was an Instagram comment, uh, "Monkey see, monkey do." Um, pretty average to say the absolute very least. Um, picture of um, this is a picture was of uh, Burgoyne and uh, Betts. Betts. So obviously, I'm sure you're aware of this by now. Pretty outrageous. And, There's and, and racist people in football. Well, there's Australia. racist people everywhere. I mean, yeah. like that—that's the reality. And and look, it, it seems to keep continually happening to Eddie Betts. I mean, it happens all the time to a lot of the players. I'm sure. A few people said to us during the week, "What do you think about it?" I mean, look, ultimately, it, it's obviously terrible. Um, I don't really have much more to say out of it than I think it's really good the way. Uh, they it's been were handled condemned. very well. Um, I think, you know, we don't know that person's, you know, position. Uh, they're almost certainly just a troll because they the, the account was created, created for the comment. Yeah. This is the thing that kind of got lost a bit. I saw a few people saying, oh, well, what if this person's like mentally unstable or there was some sort of problem? It was like, nah, well, well, obviously that's possible. But the fact that the account was created for the comment and then deleted, I mean... <laughs> I, I would bet pretty strong that this Fair is somebody that is on. a troll yeah. that has done this on purpose and done it to get the reaction and, and, and maybe this is what they've craved is the, the attention, attention. and, and it, you know, it was covered on nine years, you know, ten years, uh, yeah, seven it was everywhere. years. It was everywhere. So it was on, it, was, it had serious media coverage throughout Victoria and probably bits of SA and WA and, and I wouldn't imagine yeah, much of as well. It's just sad was, yeah, that awful. they need to result, uh, resort to that type of behaviour to get the attention. Obviously, we live in a, an age where it is possible yeah. to do such things anonymously and... It's pretty pathetic, yeah. And I guess it's easy for a, a white man or a white person to sit there and go, oh, why can't they just get used to it if they already know it's there? And, well, hang on. You don't understand that that's what they've had to deal with as a culture um, for so long. Yeah, exactly, it's, yeah. They can't just get over it. It's not that easy to do, so... Uh, hopefully, I mean Eddie Betts. Uh, he's got a pretty strong character, and he's got a, a great group of people at Adelaide. Yeah, hopefully, it's okay. Yeah. Hopefully, it's okay. The problem is not a problem. It's just disappointing that this is two years in a row where something similar is around Eddie Betts and his race. Yeah, I mean, rather than yeah anything else. I mean, he's a footballer and a bloody good one at that. Let's talk about how is he going in Adelaide. Um, what's he going to bring to the footy ground this yeah. year? He's going to light it up like he has in previous years. Uh, he's got a young um, forward that I think came from Richmond, a uh, small forward that's Where? probably... They came over from um, Richmond oh, yeah, over yeah, the yeah. preseason that's going to help him. So, look, 
I'd rather move on with it. It's Hopefully, they're not playing the Richmond theme song to him anymore. No. Like it's, yeah. So, so uh, let's, yeah. I mean, but it's got to be. Yeah. It's an issue that needs to be addressed and, and and stamped out. I don't know how we can do it any better, except for people just the only ignoring thing, them. If you know someone who makes even snide remarks, tell them to shut their trap. The only thing I just want to say one thing about this, and then we'll move on. So this, I don't think this is going to come come across controversial, but I just want to say this. So. Obviously, everyone is well aware of the Adam Coods incident when he was at the game and pointed that girl out. And, you know, we all, yeah. know, we all, I'm sure everyone who's listening is well aware of this. And if you don't know, just Google it. I'm sure you'll find it pretty quickly. So the only thing I would like to say is there was a very confusing time where the Adam Goods diving thing, because he, he, he did at times absolutely exaggerate rant style for free kicks without that that's unless you're a diehard swan supporter i think where it's almost universally accepted yeah that he did do that is he a very good player he's an unbelievable player i put him in an extremely high level uh, but that is he's almost been honest about it and spoken about it and you look at you know somebody like lloyd who said look i absolutely did that during my career yeah like that's that it's it, like you bring honest, it out afterwards it is part of the game like that is if ultimately do you like it no do we like it no but it is part of the game if the um you can suck the umpire in look at look at so the lakers were losing earlier today lebron put forward that the ball was tapped if you look if you look look up like google ball tap lebron lakers you'll see what i'm talking about there was an incident today where he basically completely sucked the umpire in that he was the, the, the ball was touched first by the opposition player it wasn't and there's a still that that's not even close yeah. but the reality is and yeah you know he's heralded as this genius the reality is is that it, if you can suck the um any edge absolutely you can get, any you're edge you can get it. it's professional so sport that, so if you get, it's yeah. if it's within the rules of the game and you can take advantage of it we've seen the Selwoods the oh, Rancers the Heaps of heaps, heaps of, heaps of back yeah, 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 uh, right. heaps of back defenders have, have, have manipulated the rules of in the back yep. to, to um, get a free kick forwards oh. diving all that type of stuff. So it's not an attack on an individual. No, no, just, no, no. So they are like, that smart. Just to that they can, that. No, no, they, no. They're that smart. That's how good a player they are. They, are. they can manipulate it to a degree that it's not going to get noticed. hundred percent. So and that's and it, it, like as much as people hate it, it is a skill, right? Absolutely. So let's just get that out of the way. Okay. So there was a time where that was part of the game where he was being booed for that. Now, does Selwood get booed for what he does? Yes he does. Yes. Okay. So that absolutely does happen regularly, more often than not in WA and SA, but rather than the MC, a lot of the G crowds, so like in Melbourne Collingwood and stuff, don't tend to gravitas to that as much why that is i don't know wa and sa if you, if you i've been in those crowds mm. they absolutely work on that a lot more now my point we're getting sort of i want to highlight a few things my main point with this is though adam goods when that happened right he turned around now from where he's standing to where that girl is sitting i so she was obviously a very young girl Right, so she was like what thirteen or very young, right? Quite young, yeah. And and there was all this kind of thing about well, what? Why would he do this to such a young person? Now the the point I'm trying to make is, could he have really told from understood from where he was how young that person was? No, I think that's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. 
One I thing, I, the point that I want to make is, where was the support for Adam Goods when that happened on this level that there has been in the last couple of weeks? Well, week and a bit for since we were last on on the podcast for in relation to Eddie Beds, it was condemned by players from six or seven other clubs, universally by people, right? You can mount an argument that, okay, well, that maybe they've learnt from that previous situation. It is ridiculous to assume that Adam knew the age of that girl. How do we know that this person that made up this account is not 13, 14, 15? People at that age are very savvy with with social media, far more than than adults. Absolutely. How do we know that that is not the The case? case? We have absolutely no idea. Now, from where he was standing, does he know the age of that girl? No, he just he just you? he just hears that. He heard turns. what was said and reacted in that way. So all the my main point, I saw a few people say, "Where was this sort of support? This level of condemnation when the Adam Good situation happened?" Because there were heaps and heaps of people that continued to boo him. In relation, well, I think they claimed in relation to his diving, which is a whole yeah. I was going to say, no, and that's I don't whole, want to get into no, that. That's with, a whole you know, other the dive versus no. yeah. That, I don't yeah, want to go get, down that path. No, it's too no, convoluted. That's a long, well, it's too it's too much. We don't have the time, time for it. No. But uh, it is what it is. I think you can probably ascertain our view given what we've just said. But ultimately, that's just something I thought that was interesting. Is that there absolutely. was universal condemnation of this person? We have absolutely no idea of the age. The gender, nothing. Nothing. And and did he know at that time? No. No. It was only because the media brought it out. That anyway. Anyway. I, so uh, yeah, and it's I, a I just very wanted to raise thing. that point because yeah. I thought it's, it has only been a few years, and I think that was pretty interesting. It, 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 look, the reality is you can look at it positively, which I, I try to with most things, and say, look, it's it's a good thing that that was that that, that happened. But you've got to look at it's you know the cynic in me also looks at it and thinks well, it's a bit funny that it, you know it's, it's sort of been flipped a bit anyway it is what it is I just thought that was interesting and I'm be curious to see what the listeners thought of that because I, I thought that was pretty interesting yeah. and hopefully Eddie comes out and just has a blinder of a year again yeah he's a superstar so next thing we've got to we've got to bang through a bunch of stuff so uh, old mate Grant Thomas so we <laughs> so we had a little bit of a discussion on last week's podcast I guess to summarise we both were like look. You know, he, he, he says a lot of stuff to get attention, and it is what it is. It is what it is. Now, this has definitely escalated since we, we had the, the conversation. So, we, we said that, and he's definitely gone. I mean, if you have a look at his Twitter account, like, he's basically tweeting every two or three minutes as much as possible. Uh, he even um, quote tweeted Andrew. Have a look at this. He quote tweeted Andrew Bolt and wrote above it uh, in the quote tweet. You know, I admire the the courage that it takes to... Because um, uh, the short of it is, very briefly, Andrew Bolt wrote a, a pro-George uh, Pell um, article this week um, and, and basically said, look, you know, there's an innocent man and this, this this case is a bit of a joke. And he's Andrew Bolt, obviously, and what a surprise. Uh, you know, he's, he's basically our Rush Limbaugh did that and then that happened. And then, so now Grant's gone and said, oh, well, you know, extreme courage from... Bolt to, you know, stick to his view and blah, 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 given it's not with the general consensus. Yeah, so this is basically where this bloke's at. So he's come out and, and on, so this, in, amongst all these insane tweets, I kind of feel for the junk time guys at AFL because they've got him 
uh, podcast friend of ours. They've got him as a, a guest coming up soon. I don't know how. I don't know how they're going to play any of the audio that he'll potentially say. But they've they've got him up, and that's going to be fascinating. But uh, so he basically said a bit of a very brief replay of this. He uh, said there was drugs uh, out of control uh, when he was at the Saints, and a player told him. Uh, he wouldn't name the player, but a player told him that it was rife, uh, that everybody, well, not everybody, but a vast majority were, were on recreational drugs at a very rec- sort of regular... A regular basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he basically put that forward. And then uh, this is sort of summarised the week. Then uh, Nick Rewalt, who's got a regular spot on SCN, came out uh, now, which is a new thing for 2019, came out and said that's complete rubbish. Um, you know, obviously he's going to be his captain at the time, but he's very specifically said that I, I'm pretty sure I know who that player is. Uh, he wouldn't be able to spell Rife. That was quote unquote what he said. Um, you know, yeah. So we had Paul Marsh on, on SEN as well. You know, the Players Association president come on and say that, you know, it's absolutely nowhere near this sort of statistics like Grant's crazy. And anyway, so he's either, you know, he's either, you know, very woke. He's, he's the most woke guy going around, but it kind of comes across like, He's either extremely woke, like Bob Lazar kind of set up, and he like does he actually know the truth, or or is this this kind of cover up? He, he attacked Patrick Dangerfield multiple times during the week. Uh, have a look at it. it's all on the Twitter, and he's you know, he hasn't deleted it. It's all still there, and he's basically said that Dangerfield's a puppet for the AFL, and he's being paid to push AFL agendas, and it, it's insane. So this is like absolutely escalated to eleven now, I guess. Now, where we want to make a comment, so the drug's out of control. Now, there was also an insinuation from Nick Rewalt's comments and, and Grant's comments that because of the strike system within the AFL, if you're not aware, there's multiple strike systems and basically nothing ever goes public. The insinuation is that there are players that are using the mental health card now, I'm just quoting that. That's not how I would like to phrase it, but that's my understanding, is there are players that are pretending that they have mental health issues in order to avoid regular drug testing. So apparently, if I, I, I had heard that this happened, I, I, I sort of very loosely heard this on the grapevine. I, I did not take this seriously. But now it's come from, you know, people very deep within the industry. Well, certainly uh, Nick, who's just left the, the system. My understanding is that from what he's saying is that there are players that are using this system to completely rot it. So yeah. he went on to say that they are completely taking advantage of this. Sorry. Yeah. So there's a couple of things and I'm just going to reiterate a couple of things for those who can't keep it with my mate Trent who goes at 100 miles an hour. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. So just to go backtracking, so years ago when Grant Thomas first talked about it, Nick Rewalt was, nah, sorry, there's no big issues. And now he's come out and said, no, there is drugs uh, off the Richter scale in AFL. But what he means is the way the system is set up, and there's two ways of looking at it. You've said your way. The way I read it is because the only person in a club that will ever be mentioned or find out about a positive drug test if it's an illicit drug but not a performance enhancing drug yeah. is the team doctor so as Nick Rewalt said no, he's, in the yeah, SEN you can have six beers no. rock up late to training yeah. get reprimanded by the no, no, we're club. both saying that yeah, yeah, yeah. so 
the thing is, you could have, um, let's just say, cocaine or ecstasy. No, nobody at the club will happens, know. No. Nobody will club until it's the third strike. No, so we're you, both saying Yeah, this. so you can no. take the piss out of it. So, no, I think there was a bit of confusion. Where do we differ, though? No, no, because with the Nick Rewalt thing is, he disagreed with um, Grant Thomas, yeah, but did. now he's flipped and said that there is drugs being taken by players. Because, first of all, he defended his playing group well, as captain. He kind of said, yeah, I, I guess I... So, yeah, yeah. yeah that, no, I just wanted to make that clear. Well, because, he kind of said both, didn't he? I guess well, he, he went yeah, one way and then flipped it. it. Yeah. Well, no, well, that's he, all it was. That was all it was. No, no, but, but that's right. I mean, he effectively was saying that Grant was wrong, but then he simultaneously said that, that it's, 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 it's still... But I guess what he... No, well, I guess what he's saying is that it wasn't out of control of the Saints when he was there, when Grant was there in that, I think, go five or six year doesn't matter at that time but then simultaneously he's saying that in general in the AFL it is out of control oh absolutely and then they asked him what do you mean by out, out of control? control and he said well I would say 30% is out of control so that that's let's just take that apart and that's, so 30% I would say is well it's not great it's not but great. is it out of control I would say I would say more like over half is out of control and the thing is it's unsubstantiated and I well, agree the whole thing is unsubstantiated. So I've heard, I that, as I said, I've yeah. heard that rumor before that players are using their mental health card. It's so yeah. Well, well, sorry, please. Oh no, I was going to say, and the thing is, it comes back to the system, and I think this if the AFL really wants to stamp out any drug use, whether it's performance enhancing, recreational, um, to deal with. And not, and I think mental oh, health medicating. I, I all think that that's that's absolutely, yeah, absolutely. going on. That, but that goes on society all the time. Absolutely, and there should be things in place that more than just a team doctor knows. Yes, someone else there well. is helping. This is something that's super important. We're talking about 18, 19, 20, 20, 22 year olds that if they've come from a background where the family supports not super strong and they haven't got guidance in a lot of areas in their life and all of a sudden they've got a lot of money yeah big disposable income yeah they've got no other responsibilities except a lot to of train, time on their hands as well, a lot of time, time on their well, hands yeah. and not just the, during the season they're flat out obviously full, yeah. full-time football but during the off season this is where they can come undone because they are in a new environment um, they might be away from their family network. So many of them have to go into state. So it's an important um, area that they felt, obviously, they're going to go into it big time this year to make things right. The three-strike rule, I'm not sure I agree with. Why not and do if you're going to do it, do it m- with more ramifica- ramifications. Well, so, okay. So let's, let's so we, yeah. So why not do what the NRL do? Uh, the, so the NRL, NFL. NFL. Yeah. Why not do them, what they do? I think they have to look at it. Why Absolutely. not? I, I can't. I can't. That's what. That's probably one of the few things I agree with Grant Thomas about. I. I really. I. 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 I it's funny because I actually. I can see what he's saying. It's just the way he said it. I. I actually think. Well, I, and it's more the substance stuff that comes out well, of his mouth. Yeah, out. exactly. Well, yeah. That, that, I mean, we don't want to spend time dissecting that. We've got too many other things to talk about. <laughs> we need a whole episode. Well, for yeah, you. we need ten hours. But ultimately, um, yeah. I mean, ultimately, for me, you know, there's. <laughs> It's hard because you know clearly there's there's clearly AFL players that, that do drugs. I know AFL players. I've seen them doing drugs. Like I, I absolutely know that that that's a reality. Like yep. that's not 
This is not a, a, a fiction. But the percentage, we have no idea. And that hit, it all gets hidden. So it's ultimately, I think no if a player different. is caught and it happens multiple times, let it out. It's no different. Why so- not? And it, it'll, it'll absolutely shut it off happening. These players, you know, that want to do rack on the weekend, this is absolutely not going to continue if there's a risk of being caught. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no Forget about the mental health thing. Park that aside. It's no different to lawyers. Lawyers get done at a lot of firms, random drug tests. If they've got... Um, narcotics or whatever found in their urine. Yeah, exactly. They're done. They yeah. can't practice law. So, I mean, it doesn't need to be that extreme, but it's no, got to be. Like... Got to, there's got to be a, a deterrent. There's got to be a reason for them not to take it. At the moment, they can get away with doing it twice before well, they're even notified by the rest of the club. There's no. The so problem there's is no there's, deterrent. The problem is there's no deterrent. And there's no consequence. Mm. So, for example, I use a, a work vehicle to to move around with work, right? So it work pays for the vehicle. I move around and it's, I'm not all the time, but bits and pieces I do move around in my job, right? If I get hammered and drive, as an example, and lose my license, I can't do my job. Yep. Which means they'll... Which means like they'll, they'll have say, to get Sorry, buddy. somebody gets stuffed. So ultimately, well, I know there's, you know, you can put the breath on the wheel, but if you stuff up again, then you're cooked. So I think but ultimately there is no consequence. That's a massive problem. And then a whole nother subsection of that is like, it's funny because like, you know, people have very kind of weird views of drugs and different people kind of have really kind of skewed opinions of it. Are there players that are self-medicating? Absolutely. I think that is almost certainly yes, because society, there are the amount of people I've met. We're talking about percentages here. There has to be. Well, I have met a range of people that, 100% 100% the reason they are doing drugs is because they are trying to deal with other issues in their life. Absolutely. Whether it's stress, whether it's depression, and self-medication is something Family that happens. Family breakup, anything Whatever like that. it is. Yeah. It, this happens all the time. All the time. You see this constantly. So anyway, look, ultimately this is a much bigger discussion, but this was something that came up during the week. Yeah. And a few people asked what we think of it. We both are in favour. It sounds like of we haven't we haven't discussed this until right now. No, so we 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 always leave it completely for the podcast. I think ultimately it sounds like I imagine we'd be on the same page. Is that this is something where they should bring in a NFL type of system where uh, there's a six game ban or something like that, and it's public and it's like, well, hang on, you, you did rack on Saturday, like you got tested. Sorry, but that's it. Like you know, we're paying you. Massive cash as well, and that's the thing. That's the thing that potentially change as well. So, absolutely. And anyway, and the stuff that we've looked into from documentaries and other sports where drugs yeah. have been really rife, and everyone in the world has well, known about it. We've yeah. looked at what is done to those. And I just need. I don't see why that can't happen in the AFL, absolutely. particularly with how much money there is in the AFL now. And we average wage is only four hundred grand. But we don't like, want to see a similar thing that happened with. Um, Australian cricket team who were on the pedestal as do not cheat, do not cheat, do not, and we saw what or happened cycling. a few years ago. They were cycling. <laughs> they got let, let we're all clean. Out of we're control. all clean. Well, that's oh. a, that got let out of control for about fifty yeah. years. So, I, and I, I think I'm pretty confident that Gill and uh, his hierarchy are smart enough to see the writing Hopefully. on the wall at the moment. We've already gone through the Ess- we've the already problem. gone through the Essendon saga. Surely they're not going to allow this <clears> to. Best start for too long before they at least well, make stricter guidelines around it'll the be in the new, drugs. It'll, I reckon it'll be in the new... Uh, well, yeah, not necessarily the this new agreement. year, but the it'll, new agreement. Well, it'll be in the next agreement. Yeah. So just to sort of um, uh, kind of 
what's the word? I mean, we, we, we'll move we'll move along. Oh, There's a lot more this we could can be discuss out of this. Yeah, there's so it. much to discuss out of it. But I think ultimately we we have to keep moving. The only thing I would say, so a few people asked us what we thought of this because this story broke um, in, again. Another big story that broke uh, recently. So Jack Stevens yeah. gone on a mental health break, and the timing of this, you know, couldn't be any worse any because worse. it's well on top of it, he's a St Kilda player. And, and on top of it, there's been... I, I know, obviously, it's been years later, but there's been... Accus- Just the irony of it all. Well, there's been clear, clear accusations that players are using this to get away from the ban. So, it's funny because, like... Okay, so one thing I would like to say, I, I, think, you, you, I think you're a subscriber to this as well. I'm a subscriber to the Jordan conspiracy theory that Michael Jordan... The reason he went and played baseball was he had broken a range of the gambling rules within the NBA, and Stern had said to him, "Look, you need to take a year out of the game, but we'll disguise it as you you doing, you know." You've had this love of baseball. You've you yeah, wanted your to follow died. your dad's, and it was a fair bit before. Anyway, so that you won rings, so you're yeah. all so good, mate. I, I'm a subscriber to that, given Jordan's insane. Uh, competitiveness, his outrageous, you know, obsession with winning basketball. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so that I, I'm a subscriber to that. Now, you, you are as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We, we both I think am. that's probably what happened. Now, I, and there's, if you, the, and he's there's like, a, he's an icon and a, a role model for me. So, he's a superstar, but I think, but he's he, human. Well, yeah, it's, well, yeah, well, well, he's superhuman. He's very human, but I mean, ultimately, yeah. There's there's a couple of good um, clips on YouTube that um, the Buzzfeed crime guys did on this that's pretty funny if you want to look up on YouTube but ultimately uh, do I think that an AFL player has been suspended well okay so I'll rephrase this so do I think that an AFL player has had a injury now I'm doing big quotation marks which you can't see in audio form yeah big fingers very big quotation mark an injury when they've actually been like said, look, we're going to suspend you for you know six weeks for rack or gambling or whatever, and, and we're going to disguise it as a calf issue or, or or whatever. Do I think that that's happened? Absolutely, I think that's almost certainly happened. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we're not sorry, and we're not, not just saying, not no, just no, Jack no, no, Stevens. No, no. We're I'm, talking in I'm, general right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I'm just saying, as a kind of a, while this is all being discussed, absolutely, because because these two things have happened, I think it's it's. Timely to talk about this. And we do I ref- think that's happening? We're referring Absolutely, to yes. the other St Kilda player that's out for a few weeks longer now, well, Jake, Jake Carlisle. So this is another thing. So Jack's- sorry, I have to. I, I don't no, mean no. to laugh because he's a super. He's a very good player, but again, star, but yeah, our, 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 again, right. St Snapchat. Kilda player out for an extended period it's, of time it's with really another bad injury. news. Yeah, yeah really mean, bad news. The other thing with Jack Stephen, just before we move on to Carlisle, the other thing with Stephen too is he was desperate at the last kind of, you know, 11th hour, it felt like, of the of the trade period to get to Geelong. He was. So, yeah, th- that's the other thing I didn't see talked about at all. It's almost like everyone's forgotten the trade period. It wasn't that long ago. I think that for me, I the straight away, I thought, well, obviously, well, not the first thing, but obviously it was the outrageous timing in relation, and, and on top of it, he's a St. Kilda player. Anyway, so what do we think about it? Obviously, we were wishing the best, and and you know yeah. we, we we obviously have absolutely no idea whether it's faked. I was not. No. I'm not. Clearly, I'm clearly not suggesting and that. And it's a super sensitive topic. <laughs> however, well, while it's current, let's talk. I mean, like well, mental this health. Come obviously, you can't. And, and and I've I've got um, people in my life that are dealing with mental health issues, so I don't take it. Everybody light, does. I don't take it lightly at all. No. Although I would be very disappointed if players are taking the piss so that they can fit their own agenda 
to either get out of the club they're with, um, deal with um, something that's non-related to mental health at all. Uh, that'd be really disappointing if something like that came, came out. Me. I'm not accusing any player of that at the moment, and I never will because I'll never know. I'm not in the. I in have the no sanctum. names, but I would say that's happening. Uh, and it'd be naive of anyone to think there's not someone out there doing that <laughs> because that's human nature. So I've heard a few names, but disappointing I won't name them because I don't know it's a yeah fact. disappointing yeah, if it, if yeah. that's the case. And look, hopefully. It's not serious with Jack. He's a superstar. Yep. He's a really, really good player. I'd love to see him back out on the field as soon as possible. And if he's listening by chance, um, all the best in your recovery. Yeah, that's it. I mean, Jack Stephen, yeah, what can you say? Now, Carlisle, so he's three to five months away. I know. Really, all made Snapchat. He's not looking too good. No, it's been really... Str- Tom struggled. Boyd's ages been, away as well. It's been super struggled yeah. town since he's uh, moved from Essendon. And disappointing because he obviously had a well, since his Snapchat great... video basically yeah. it's all gone all gone no good basically which is disappointing he, he's a, at his peak he's a very very good player and all Australian and people thought Essendon were crazy to let him go but now it kind of looks like a pretty pretty and, bloody good and, idea and Hawthorne are pretty happy that they saved their cash and let him go to St Kilda did you hear did you hear that um, I shouldn't I shouldn't laugh but it is a little bit funny did you hear that apparently the injury is from his his uh, junior cricket days. So if he's had this ongoing like problem, junior cricket days, it, I mean that's a very he's twenty seven or something. That's isn't a, he? Well, a bit. Old. I think he must be a bit older than that by now. But that, I just, yeah. So around there, but mid that, to late twenties. Yeah, yeah. No, no. You're right. I mean, ultimately, that sounds like a very vague comment. But ultimately, that sounds. I mean, look what 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 sort of you know background did St Kilda do? Like that. It, what did Essendon do to take him then? That's big risk. Well, they mustn't have known, but he's in good. Didn't know either. Anyway, so he's got junior cricket issues. Uh, anyway, we'll keep moving because there's not much to say, and you know, it is what it is. It's the Saints. We don't have them ranked very high, and they're even even worse off now with Stephen on indefinite leave, not training, and on top no. of it, Carlisle's not training either. And while we're sort of on on um, players that are out, Tom Boyd's uh, a fair way off as well. He's not even running. So, look, there's... Yeah, wow. yeah, in terms of... We're, you know, and we're a couple, of weeks, breaks, couple so, of weeks away from speaking about So, we won't be seeing him for clubs. a fair while. So, anyway. So, look, it is what it is. Obviously, apologies, we've gone pretty deep. Fair bit in... There's a lot to discuss. But we are close to round one. We so are close. a bit more going on. Yeah. So, uh, Mummy uh, murdered somebody. So, we, uh, our dear listeners will remember last week that uh, you and I uh, surmised that Dice by round six... The well, we said we said by round six he would murder somebody, and <laughs> we didn't even get to round one. We didn't even get to the season proper. Thought he murdered somebody. Boxing. He must have heard the podcast and thought, "Oh, these guys, I'm going to turn these guys up." And he really cracked this bloke. So I, I, I don't know what footage other people are watching, but I, what I saw looked pretty outrageous. He got time. And then apparently lawyers were deep in their rooms, as I saw on the GWS Twitter. And then now, incredibly, like five minutes before we started recording, which is very timely because we don't tend to look at the internet while we were recording, obviously, which would run into other things. But he has been let off and potentially just a fine. Unbelievable. (laughs) Like... Seriously, it was almost... Which angle do we tackle this from? Like, the fact that that he murdered somebody so quickly... Or do we tackle it from, it's incredible that he got off. It's a really bad way to start the season from the AFL judiciary. I'm like, what, what message does that send? He turned around and just whacked this bloke. 
He was being niggled, but niggled. still, you don't. I mean, you can't sorry, do that. Sorry, um, there was a West Coast player. What was his name? Which one? He got about eight weeks for something Gaff. less. Oh, yeah. no, well, not as. That's no, not true. The no. Gaff thing was much worse. The Gaff thing was I'm, much I'm, worse I was, than that. I was pulling at strings there. No, it wasn't. It was. I'm sorry, but to get let off for what mummy did, I'm sorry. He should have got two or three weeks. Yeah, I think Gaff, given he got. What did he end up getting? Seven eight weeks or eight or weeks. Something? Yeah. I think if if Mummy gets no weeks... That's... Anyway, he's obviously got a lot of prize and he's a lunatic. But And the AFL are neat. Sorry. It's pretty Conspiracy, funny. Conspiracy, they, they want GWS to do well this year. Yeah. Wonder... They've thrown a lot of cash I wonder at them this why year. that's the case. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that the was sons are dead. Oh, did I say that out loud? That's true. <laughs> Uh, we better keep moving but that was pretty funny another thing that's come up this week there's been so many different things we could keep going but another one is uh, so because of the less runners on the ground now uh, did you see that it is, again we don't discuss this until until the episode uh, there is LCD screens that the the uh, people on the on the bench are going to have that will show symbols to and I'm not sure whether it's hieroglyphics or what it is but symbols to the players on the ground that will represent different things. So, like, go fast. You know, we're 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 losing. Um, you know, focus on defense or blah blah blah. Right. So on, the, have a look on it. I put this up on our Twitter on the uh, seven. So seven got a sneak preview of it, which because obviously the host broadcaster. That uh, so even in the second shot of the screen, because of the glare, you, you couldn't see the screen. So how long until? We get to a point. Uh, uh, let's bet on what I'm round, s- mummy style. What round is it where a player misconstrues a symbol, or they can't read the screen and go, "I don't know what you're trying to tell I, me." Okay, I'll answer that question after I've just explained one thing for all the soccer fans out there who saw some of the Champions League and some of the other European competitions. Um, the manager of Chelsea wanted to get their goalkeeper off. To put a specialist uh, stopper in. And apparently he went, nah, I'm staying. I'm staying. Yeah, he did. Even yeah. though there was words like, they, yeah, nah. they understand. Refused Mis- to miscommunication. Come That's what's going to happen with this. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought the symbol that, being an X, a bit hard with audio, no visual, meant I'm good to stay. There's From about 30 metres away, you couldn't read it. Round, round three, done. Round three. Gone. I would say round two. Gone. What a. F- Effing stupid! Like <laughs> seriously, what is wrong with it? Ready? It's, uh, leave it alone. Yeah, it's pretty average. It's I mean, hard enough that I they, prefer the runners, to be honest, than these oh, ridiculous screens. Yeah, sorry, just some runners. There's so much pressure on the runners because they don't know where they're allowed to go and what they're allowed to do. Oh. Well, they sort of do, but doing it's very difficult. I More time. Give, bring in timeouts if that's the case. Anyway, so that's that's a bloody big run through. Uh, five finger surgery, AFL X, mummy. Anyway, so we, we haven't even started AFL on the w, teams we yet. We haven't even started on the teams yet. So let's, without further ado, get into the teams. Thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. We're on to part two of the podcast. Yeah, this is effectively part two. So let's take a deep breath, glass <laughs> of wine, and get into this. So starting off with a pretty familiar team, the Hawthorne Hawks. So Hawkers. Uh, they made the finals, as we know. Uh, Unbelievably, Bellamy. They they got there incredibly in the end. Uh, they even finished fourth, which was pretty outrageous. Got a second chance. Got a second chance. Didn't which, take advantage of it. 
I saw Ash Brown um, write a really good article kind of proposing that was this, you know, sort of Clarko's best coaching performance. I mean, it wasn't a flag, so for me, I, I don't agree, but I, I can absolutely see where someone would be going in relation to that because with a lot less players and in that situation. So uh, finishing fourth was pretty incredible, and I know it didn't, didn't go well, but it still was amazing to get to that position. So now, in this season previews, if you want to look at the previous season, uh, just to reiterate, we did reviews of 2018 pretty heavily. This is more about, this discussion now is more about 2019, where we think the team's going to be, how they'll perform, you know, post the recruitment, post the post the yeah. draft. Some of the players that, that we're looking yeah. forward to and all that type of stuff. Po- now, and now we know, you know, you know, who's injured, who's training and whatever. So I think, now I guess I'll let you lead this. Where do you think, where do you see Hawthorne in 2019? I, I know... Obviously, there's a little bit of dieness around it with, with you know, Wingard's yeah. injury and a few things, but please, please go. So, obviously, um, no Mitchell. Tom, obviously, reigning Brownlow medalist, highest possession winner for the last two years, just absolute superstar out for basically the year. There's a little bit of talk that he might be good by round 21, but so what? Uh, that's a, that, wow. that is a That's big, very optimistic, Hawthorne. Oh, that's me saying twenty-one. Um, <laughs> Did you just make that? Yeah. Up? Okay. Well, they're quietly optimistic that he, the fact that he's already back at the club and doing rehab, that he might recover a little bit quicker. But why rush him back um, for no reason? So that's a big blow. Obviously, Cyril retiring last year. Will Langford retiring? Um, there's some some senior players there that um, Birchall's still not back on the field. Wingard with his calf injury and this reliance on Thirulrioli. How the young midfielders are going to go. And no Burton. No Burton, yeah. So, obviously, to get Wingard, they need to give up Burton. Otherwise, it's never going to happen. Yeah. So, short-term paying for long-term gain, potentially. Obviously, nobody would have... You don't see a Mitchell going down... At the start of the year with an ACL in a very obscure manner. So, look, I I cannot, and I'm believing Calaco, obviously. Calaco. Uh, That's his Colombian cousin. I, yeah, I, to, they're not going to be top four. I, I, I struggle to even think they're. I'd be gonna, shocked if that's to happen again. Yeah, massive. Everything would have to go right. Um, Virtual would need to get back on the field, play all, all season. Wingard would need to play all season. There'd be a perfect Believe season. Me. From here on in, no injuries. Get Scully back earlier than expected and all that type of stuff. So, look, they'll be competitive throughout. I think they'll drop and just miss finals. And it'll be all about building for the next three years. Do you think that they could announce their captain? The season's about two seconds away. Like, if they're... Re- Actually, can, if someone knows the answer to this... They do it after the JLT, I'm pretty oh, sure. Jesus. If someone knows the answer, the answer to this, when does an AFL club have to announce their captain? Because I know there is a specific time frame when they have to announce it. Isn't, like it be, isn't it bef- they've got to do it before the AFL season launch, which is what a week or ten days before? Is it just before? Is it that late? I think it might wow. be, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, another injury update. Um, unfortunately, to a superstar and very important player, Jack Gunston. He apparently has ITB friction. Yeah, right. Now ITB issues something I'm very familiar with being a runner. 
he could be out indefinitely. They're keeping a wow. lid on it and pretty, pretty low key. So How did that happen? So ITB is just from uh, tightness, usually from your fascia. If you're not keen or not know much about the body, the fascia tissue is what holds uh, a lot of your muscles and ligaments in place. To find sheet uh, over the that sits over the muscles can get very very tight, and so hopefully it's not too big of an issue. But ITB is usually a wow. runner's issue, not a footballer or other sports people. So hopefully he'll be good for JLT round two or at least round one because he's got plenty of time to get ready for it. Did you see the new jumpers? What did you think of the new jumpers? I, lo- I love the much better le- than the power. Yeah, ranges. love the uh, legends Guernsey. Apparently this is going to be an ongoing thing for the next nine years or ten years to celebrate this oh, actually it could be even longer because there's seven legends in the Hawthorne markup so next two years their away Guernsey is going to be uh, the old Mayblooms Guernsey brown body with a um, gold a dirty brown kind of V and then stuff on this year and next year they're all awful colours let's John. be honest I, 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 you know, with, all the great, with the greatest respect the unique Who's and where's, yeah. Who's and where's. No. Um, no, well, look, a Hawthorne... Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, that's a big summary. And I, a bit unknown. And a bit unknown because a lot of the young kids Clark are mid animal, or late yeah. draft picks. They haven't got any early draft picks for so long, but have redrafted I, high picks in O'Meara, Scully, Wingard. So, we'll see. Yes. No. <laughs> I... That was a good one. I was a trend style sort of summary. Yeah. I look ultimately. I think they are going to be good, but I don't think they'll be very good. I think I think fourth was a bit overachieving. I think that purely came down to just having a ridiculous statistician and uh, coach and just this outrageous legend of the game and and his team around him and, and obviously some some talent as well. But at the same time, just absolutely exposing a number of teams and getting enough wins. So I think yeah. Look, I, I see them. I actually have Hawthorne at eighth uh, when we do our preseason ladders. I have them just making the eight, uh, but I I think that they'll they'll finish pretty quickly. I, I think they'll make the eight, but I think that'll be pretty quick. I I think the next kind of Hawthorne rise will be two or three years away. I think there'll be another kind of push forward in a couple of years. Yeah, I think. The- but I I just don't see I just don't see it right now. They don't they don't have the the cattle to seriously make it happen. Um, and, and yeah, ultimately, I just don't see that being the I mean, case. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. There's lots of um, concerns around who's going to take over from Roughhead. So Hawthorne for the last, obviously, decade or so have had huge firepower up front. Um, Buddy and Roughhead for a long time. Cyril, they're all, well, two of those three have gone now. Roughhead's not um, the player he once it's probably was. probably the last season, you'd imagine. Yeah. I mean, if we, I mean, no captaincy, so he's got a little bit more time on his hands now to just concentrate on footy, which is good. Gunson's obviously there, Bruce, and they've got players there. It's Bruce. more the next player. Mitch Lewis hasn't so far shown that he's capable at the elite top yeah. level. Super at VFL. A lot of players are like that. Uh, Vickery, we've had him before. Um, can dominate VFL. Show makers can dominate uh, VFL and, <laughs> and at AFL, except in the grand final. And then show makers all of a sudden, because he's like the fourth string or fifth string, no disrespect, because uh, he did win us a flag. 
and yeah, it, it's it's a lot unknown. There's so much new talent or untapped talent and, and, and we're not used to it for a while. So Yeah, exactly. And what's going on with Wingard is a massive question as well. When does he start playing? When does he come in? Yeah. yeah. And Scully, whether he comes back at all and Birchall, whether he comes back at How's all. How's Amira going to be? Yeah. So all those, yeah. Well, Amira, he looks primed for it. He does for, look good. Yeah. For um, a repeat of his uh, um, season at Gold Coast where he won the NAB Rising Stars. So if he can have a season like that and dominate at the midfield and some of those young players from last year, um, Harry Morrison, Warpool, and got another Harry Jones, he looks like he's he's primed for a good season. Dan Howe, if he can continue going on and not kill people. Sicily, if he can stay on the field. So that's my pick for, for the for the. You know the game changer AFLX style. I I think honestly, jokes aside, I I think Sicily's in for a massive season. I I see Sicily, uh, yeah, really becoming the 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 main man. Yeah, and I reckon I see him dominating. And I reckon Stratton's going to be the captain. So I was going to ask you. So you think Strats is the captain? Yeah, they had him mic'd up at the intra club, and he is. A talker. He he he's mullet style. He shaved it. Well, too. he shaved it off. Him and Blake uh, Hardwick both shaved their mullets off for money. But Strats <laughs> for is, charity. Let's be for honest. charity. And different for different no different different type of player to um, Hodgie, but just knows his systems and knows how to communicate really effectively. So it will. What about Izzy? You keep hearing a lot about Izzy as well. A lot of noise that he's going to be captain. Yeah, and Izzy would be good. I, I think. I think Strats though. I think. I think. Halfbacks um, have worked for Hawthorne as um, captains. That's true. Many times. And I'd be happy with either of those. So uh, Yeah, look, ultimately, so where do you see them? Outside of the eight, in the eight? No, nah, just out. Nine or ten. Okay, so you see, them, you see them going down. Yeah, okay. there's too many good up-and-coming teams uh, that have less injury concerns to super key, key players. Yeah. And... Too much. I mean, even though Hawthorne's got one of the oldest lists because of top end players being really old, but the Is rest still of still with Hodgie going out. He's yeah, well, you got Burgon, who's like four hundred and ten. That's he's, the problem. Yeah. Yoda is still on the yeah, list. Yeah, they've got five, uh, no, six or seven thirty-year-old plus. So it is an aging list, uh, and the youth have probably got not the enough experience yet. Yeah. So yeah, not they haven't got the right balance. Yeah. Let's move into Melbourne. Well, Shall we? Yeah, get into Melbourne. Okay, so Melbourne, I think this is the team. I, I think I, I am absolute in agreement. This is the team I'm most. I think, I think this is their year. This is their year, and I think they are good enough to to go all the way. I reckon this is. If they don't go all the way, they're absolutely going to be there very late in the season. I I do not see a capitulation. I I think this is this is this is on. The no story pressure. Is on. No pressure. But I can't see them losing more than three they're... or four games. Yeah, I, I, well, I think they're that good. Yeah, it's possible. I, I think they're that good. They have got their balance stacked on every line, on every line. Yeah, and, and they get Lever back as well. Depth. Yeah, like so much depth. And there's been very few injuries. Like people have been training their house down, even though people will have figured out aspects of McDonald's game uh, because he was a newer forward. It doesn't matter. He has to be really good. Um, they'll get Viney for most of the season as, well, which, season as well, which makes a massive difference. They can do that, but then they've got to try and figure out Sam Wiedemann's games because yeah. he, our man, our man, and 
obviously the midfield, they're going to have 10 to 12 players that they can rotate through the midfield, yeah. off the half-back, off half-forward. Petrarca, I think, he's the other he, one. He's ready he's the other for one. a disgusting season. A disgusting yeah. in, in season. In a very good way. If he can he's been find... been around the Kardashians he just, and He ben has just Simmons. got to find consistency, yeah. and he is going to be the gun freak of a player that so many people touted when he got drafted and he's prime. He's, he's super prime. So, yeah, and looking I, forward to, to what Melbourne going to bring this year and they don't have any excuses. I'm sorry. Good re-signing as well with Melksham coming back. I, I know not one of the more talked about players, but I, I think he's been fantastic for them. I think Essendon are very unlucky to have lost him. He's yep. been fantastic at the D's. And, and well done uh, to him to get three years. I think that's fantastic. Absolutely, it is. Great, and, great, and, and great we, result. And we said it a number of times, especially towards the back end and into the Very finals. good B, B-plus player. How he, good is his yes, awareness suit. of yeah. the game and, goals and, his, forward, and yeah. his forward presence. He knows, okay, if I've got Hogan and... Uh, McDonald. It doesn't now. But he, yeah. No, but this last year, we can only talk about last year. No, no, yeah. He, he could just take a mark on another half forward and turn and just kick. And yeah. he he knows where they're leading. He didn't have to waste time thinking about it. And that's elite. So if he's going to be able to do that again with McDonald and Wiedemann, yeah. wow. To have that type of nous and skill set, obviously. They've got so much depth. Like They've got Hibbard as well, which never gets talked oh. about. He's he's a pretty good player again, as well. Again, Essen would have loved to have him back. Yeah, exactly. So they've obviously got two pretty good pieces from Essen. And I, look, I, I think Melbourne... Oliver. I, I have Melbourne in the top four without a doubt. I, I think Melbourne are at a very, very serious threat. Yeah, I've got them top two. Yeah, I think that's a big chance. Yeah, I, But I'm, definitely top four for me. I, I'm going to have them at fourth. I reckon they just stumble slightly, but then they'll figure it out in the back end. Yeah, I reckon I'll, I'll get. They're a... one of those teams that'll figure it out in the playoffs, as, as they say. So they'll, they'll 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 get there and then go hang on, hang on. I've got them <laughs> change gears. I've got them <laughs> third. And we haven't even I've talked about third. Gorn yet. I mean, Gorn, I, I, you can absolutely mount an argument, and he's had a great off season as well. By all reports, you can mount an argument. He's just going to come along and just, just completely dominate again. And with this new rule, I think. The new six six six, and we will go into it in more detail before. But I think it's going to so much time. I think it's going to suit a team like Melbourne more than so many other clubs. Yeah, because they've got such a dominant. I think Collingwood, it's going to very again dominant Ruckman and Gun did so much depth in the midfield, enough in and unders, and enough outside speed. Suits Port as well if they can get right. Yeah, exactly. Around yeah. Anyway, uh, so that, that's a whole separate discussion. But yeah, look, I, it's just I, a matter if they can get enough Jags into the MCG for Melbourne now. Yeah, being I think so. Surely, surely. Well, they'll, be, they'll have to call a car park Jag Park. It's a bit cheap, the old Jags compared to the land. It's just so it was very funny that that, that they couldn't quite land Land Rover, given that was they always the ongoing joke, and uh, sort of poor man's. Land Rover in a way, but no, not it's a little bit. I think is it is it because Land Rover are more south side of the river, river yes. and Melbourne is north side. So they're but Land Rover is always very well. When you look in the UK, Land Rover is very much sort of associated with the upper class, whereas Jag it's called, and you see people of, trying to be in the upper class is, is kind of Land Rovers are the ones up in the snow, aren't they? Well, effectively, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I don't not... think too many Melbourne supporters and members will be going to the snow this year. It's just quiet. I hope they. Uh, yeah, I. I re- so this silly is, if you do. If you haven't seen this, have a look at the Melbourne Twitter. They did a really, really good uh, package that is sort of a driver for season twenty nineteen. I think it was beautifully filmed. It was really well put together. It's only about three and a half minutes. It's not much to watch. 
Um, it's kind of a snippets of, without spoiling it, it's snippets of bits of the very back end of their last season. So obviously, you know, know what happened there in the prelim and then and then kind of, you know, showing kind of where, where they're at now. And I, I it, it, it was inspiring. Like even though, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not kind of, you know, running out the door to buy a Melbourne membership, I... No. I Love the team. I, I can't wait to see them oh, play next absolutely. year. One of those clubs that yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm so beyond excited to see. Well, as much as, you know, we both love the game, and you, this team. Oh, Hawthorne's a This is one club we could have merged with, and yeah, of exactly. all the clubs well, I want to see win a flag, and this is one of them. They're stacked to the nines, and I, I yeah, oh, that that I, I'm, excited. I, yeah, I, I'm excited. I think I think this is this is a very serious thing, and I think the story could be on uh, Bulldogs Richmond style. I think this this is this is a big chance to happen. I agree. Uh, and if it doesn't, I think like, they've massively stuffed up because they, they are so stacked. If they, or, like, let's or, look, or just a major catastrophe If they fall with on each other's... That's the thing. Yeah. But but if, if they fall on each other's faces again, like if that all happens again, I, I mean, that that's... Well, they deserve... Be, if they can't put it all together on the park this with that year, list. with that list, they don't deserve it. Oh, well, clearly not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's move into North. So the North Melbourne Kangaroos just missed out on finals. We're a really good side throughout last year. Really massive over, start to it. Massively overperformed. Um, so you know we we had them. Well, look. Ultimately, with North, we had them kind of in we, the middle of the bottom eight. Middle of last year. Last year we had them in kind of like tenth, eleventh, twelfth. Yeah, we, we didn't have we them. Had, yeah, yeah, we had them out of the eight. We did not have them. No, eight. definitely had them competitive and not that competitive. No, no not, not at ninth, and and very much should have made. No, the eight. it was more. No, yeah, ten to fourteen. They should have made yeah. the eight. The only reason John got in there in the back end was they had two very easy games, games. at the and end. They had Freo and Gold Coast yeah. at in Geelong. And that was their, their round twenty one and twenty two games. It. So that's the only reason that that happened. North fell away. Well, I guess it was North to lose to some degree. North North fell away at the end. Uh, but ultimately, they they I think were were fantastic throughout last year. Do I think they're going to be better this year? Um, not sure. I guess what do you, what do we think? North twenty nineteen. I like what they've done. I reckon they obviously they didn't get Josh Kelly, but they yeah, got that was they a, got Jasper Pittard. Sounds like they might just quite let's before. Sorry to interrupt you, but I I, I all the reports that are coming out now is is GWS are going to resign Kelly. Which would be a massive blow again to yeah. their, their free agency uh, aspirations, and that's fine. I, re- I reckon. Is it? I, yeah, I think if that happens sooner than later, better for North Melbourne because then they can start redirecting their attention elsewhere. I don't think a Josh Kelly is what North Melbourne need. I'm not saying he w- he wouldn't fit in there. It doesn't seem like the culture of North Melbourne. To work around because they are quite a grounded, grassrootsy club. They work on a, a team ethos to have this alpha male. I mean, I know obviously it worked with Kerry, but you look at that list when Kerry was there. He had a lot of superstars on different lines as well with Mick Martin, um, Archer. They, they had a lot of stuff. So coming back to what they've got though, they've got Jasper Pittard and Jared Pollock now. Jared Pollock came with no fanfare. There was a bit of hype, but then it was forgotten about. He is exactly what they need, in my opinion. Some outside run, yeah. some class, and come from a club that has... They weren't playing him that much as well. Well, I don't think they utilised him enough. He had to I think carry... there was some. I think there was some, some 
we'll, well, we'll get to that of, next week. Yeah. I think there was some some rotten things going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. We'll talk about, yeah. And, I mean, he, he left Brisbane where he got drafted to to go back home, uh, had a bit of injury cons- uh, issues initially, and then started to build his game and was never really... Re- I don't think they regard him as that good of a player. I think he's a star, and I reckon he's going to bring... He's a good player. He's yeah. going to bring some so, absolute yeah. class and polish to the forward entry and I think people like Ben Brown and Zeebel are going to absolutely love having him there and Jasper Pittard just helps to release some of the pressure off the two senior key backs in Tarrant and um, Scott Thompson. Thompson and so I think and that and that's just two of the players they brought in I think uh, the youth that they've drafted over the last few years um, Uniac is going to be probably played a lot more this year yeah well I, I, now I, with I a like bit of legs way, yeah a bit more kilometres in the legs. Kilometres yeah. in the legs. And they got um, some relief back up in the ruck with... Uh, I've forgotten the other guy they got in. Too. Oh, um, mate. No. Yeah, yeah I, they, I, they, I think they're about. just balanced out where they know that their senior players are going to start uh, leaving over the next few years. Yeah. And I think they're going to play finals. Just. I reckon they're going to be finished eighth. Yeah, I kind of see North sneaking in, actually. I, I kind of see them, them scraping this in. It's hard because the, it, it's so tight around that sort of 7 to 10. There's so many teams that are right it's in the middle It's going to be percentages and, and little oh, wins here, it, little wins this there. This season is so tight. Like, you know, everyone always says, oh, well, you know, you know we can regroup after round one. No, no. It, it is going to be that tight. I think every single kick, every single little bit is going to yeah, be. absolutely. It is going to be that tight. Because think about it, when you go through the list, of, so Richmond, I think, is going to be pretty high up there. West Coast, I think, again, will be pretty high up as well. Collingwood, I would, I think, are absolutely going to be very yeah. high up there. Melbourne, I think, going to be almost at the top. They'll be very high. I think Sydney are a middle-rung team. That's not... But super top. competitive. They're yep. going to be hard to beat yep. at home. Yep. yep, I think Hawthorne are very much Same. a good middle-rung team as well. GWS, very similar as well. I think they're in that kind of spot now because they've lost, you know, Shield. So and... much outside class. Absolutely, yep. yeah. And then Geelong, I think, again, similar thing. Hard to beat Geelong. Yeah, and then they've yep. got so many games at home. North, similar deal as well. Port, absolutely. I think absolutely. Essendon are probably going to be above a few of those teams. A few of those teams, teams. great. But, yeah, but I think they'll probably... Yeah, but that could they could still absolutely be it could go wrong again. They could still be a middle wrong team. Adelaide, Adelaide again, again, similar story. They could absolutely be a middle wrong team. There's no, you know, but no easy win there. No, exactly. And then the doggies is such an unknown. Like, you know, yeah, I don't want to talk about the doggies till we talk about the doggies. Of but course, yeah. no, no, but yeah. And then Frio is they're they're again. I mean, they finally recruited got well. Well, they've recruited well. I mean, I, I still think they'll be a a pretty lower rung team, but they'll be better. But I still see them and they play like half 13 or 12 or below. And they play 10, 12 games at home. Brisbane are a massive wild card. Yep. So I'm running through the 2018 ladder. So Brisbane going from you know top to bottom. I think Brisbane are a massive wild card. Absolutely. Is like, it, if, they, if they put said, it together, which as we said a few episodes ago, I think they're a massive chance. Well, to, I think they're going to flog Hawthorne in the JLT. Well, they week. are a serious team that, that could be middle-run. Yeah. Yep. And, then, and then you know St Kilda, I think, are going to be very bad. Particularly with Stephen and Carlisle out, yeah. Now, yeah, now well, that makes true. it that makes it even worse. I, I, I think they they might be a little bit better than they were last year. I mean, obviously, it's not not hard to get better than four wins out of 20, 22 games, but but yeah, tough now. Yeah, tough start to the year anyway. And then uh, 20, and then the next two teams. Wow. Yes, well, Gold Coast will be terrible. 
and, and Carlton have only got upside. Twenty three games. Oh, sorry. Yeah, and Carlton have only got upside. They can't get worse. I surely. Mean, I think everybody's going to be slightly better, which is really good. But I yeah. still think there's going to be. There's only two. You have teams. to lose though. You there's can't. Only two you teams. can't all win. No, I think St Kilda and Gold Coast are the only two teams that are going to be slightly worse. As far as wow, so St Kilda win less than four games. Wow. I'll reassess when we get to them in a couple of weeks. But wow, so they win three, two, or one, or zero. So no, I don't think they're going to be that bad. Jack oh. Stevens and Carlisle. No, I don't disagree. But that—that that is. I'll, I'll have to look at their list without. They them, might maybe. win four again, but I—I would be shocked if they're that bad. Anyway, anyway that's another. We'll, story. we'll talk about them when we get to. Oh, them. so that is. It felt like a bit of a mammoth episode. So North Melbourne. So we we'll get back to North. North. We sort of I think, just started on them when we detoured. No, no, we did a bit of North. I think yeah. ultimately North, I think, will be very much in Question the middle for of the you. mix. Everyone's talking about Zebel playing forward more predominantly yeah, all yeah. year, which in theory I like, mm. but I still think he is best suited in the middle of the ground. And I think when they come up against the top echelon teams, yeah, yeah I, I get that. I think I think they've got the flexibility now with um, Pollock and Pittard and and their, and their youth coming through over the last couple of years to rotate a little bit more. I, I would love to see him a lot more in the guts because yeah. he's such a bull. I mean, obviously, Cunnington was super all year last year. Very unlucky not to... Oh, no, he did get... Ben Brown needs help, though. I mean, ultimately, he does. their percentage was low last year, 108.9 through the whole year. And they, they need help. And obviously, they're without... Um, May Jack Dawes. No caring. And May Jack Dawes, and we don't know what's happening there. Hopefully, everything... Well, he um, seemed to be moving around. Really okay. good, so... But is he back training now? I haven't sort seen of. a lot. Yeah, I mean, even in Melbourne, like North Melbourne was still forgotten about. It's unbelievable that this club, this club could win four flags in a row and everyone that's not a North Melbourne supporter would have no idea I think idea if they got to on. four, then people would start to probably pay attention. Maybe. After two, I think it'd be, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, yeah, look. Yeah, mid, 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 mid-tier, if they can put it all together, they're going to be a hard team to beat. Ben Brown, obviously, such a hard forward to defend. He... He's taller than everyone. His arms are go-go gadget He's arms. Vegan. He's vegan. He kicks straight. And Got a vegan suit for the brown line. He did. Um, so good on him. I didn't know suits needed to be vegan or meat eaters. My suit doesn't eat meat. No, it's not. It's to be a cotton suit <laughs> with no silk lining. No or something uh, like that. pig no. fat throat. No pig fat. It's uh, called a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a cotton shirt well that was uh, a mammoth episode we went through some well, hard topics we went so through some big getting, topics and this is getting used to the season that will be when we get right into it that's it well I think you and I naturally can just rip through games this, this has been a pretty interesting conversation so thanks for listening we really appreciate it that's the next three teams tell your friends about us get on to rate and review us come on do more I know it's I know it is uh, It's. it makes me feel ill but please do, do the stupid iTunes and do it because it, it honestly helps us get out there it's a big reason so it's not just the ratings that help us move up the charts it's the reviews the honestly reviews. It, it, they have fixed, Make, they've rigged this algorithm so that it, it is completely fixed under from the charts that it's it's like 90% based make, on make reviews. Make us the top AFL podcast against other sports. It's going to be tough. But honestly, give give it, put us in the mix. In the mix. We, we, we've been like... We're not talking about our old We've been top 50 before. We've been in the 50. We've been up there. So just give us a couple of reviews. 
Get the podcast out AFL there. is the greatest sport in the world. You know it. We know we, it. You know it. We know it. No, it's a bit of fun. Honestly, we, we like to have a bit of fun. We chat around. It's a bit of a ridiculous podcast. But we do <laughs> we do give you some, some, some you we know. talk some uh, of the stuff. A bit of, bit of good content. So do a review if you can. Uh, we but really more appreciate importantly, just it. tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your old mates. Tell your old mates as well about hopstome.com.au. Yeah, I was going to say get onto Hopster Home. Uh, Christmas presents. I know that's a long way Easter away. Present. Easter present. Easter present. Easter present. Birthday. Just quietly. Round one present. Celebrate George Pell going to jail. Do it. Uh, get on it. He's a rat. See you later. Goodbye. See you guys. <laughs>